Hello, this is The Redesign, the very serious podcast in which we create the ultimate versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. I'm Eric. And uh, on our last episode, we invented Lawnmower 2.0, which I think is a great success. Mine is outside right now, uh, destroying my yard, and I couldn't be happier. That's, yeah, it levels everything. It is a very good and not threatening at all product. <laughs> as, as designed. We've done it. Uh, Eric, would it be fair to say that you're familiar with the concept of eating food? Oh, yes. Yes, that, I would be okay with you saying that. Maybe not in public, but... Yeah. So maybe this is a personal question, but like, how do you do it? Do you just like <laughs> scoop food into your mouth with your hands or, or what? Um, I think generally it depends on the type of food. Um, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not opposed to hand scooping. Um, yeah, I, I mean, maybe that was from a time when I lived hand to mouth as it were. Yeah. I mean, obviously that sucks. So today <laughs> we're going to be designing cutlery 2.0. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. No, let's get started. Fork it over. Let's go. So, I mean, obviously, people have already uh, taken a swing at this. We we have mm -hmm. a number of what I would call uh, combined use utensils, your your sporks, spork, your, yeah. your spife, your knork. Yeah. And like, get out of here. Those are just combining two things that's, that already exist. Dumb. And that's no. not what we do here. Not at all. No, we, we've got to rethink the cutlery game. So, yeah. Um, so let's talk about usage. Uh, I, I went down to the to the uh, labs and and talked to our cutlery scientists, and they have identified the three S's of eating, okay, uh, which are spearing, mm -hmm. separating, and scooping. Yeah, that is natural. Yes. Yeah, and I think um, to me this suggests sort of uh, one multimodal product that could cover off all of those use cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, okay. So here's the benchmark. Um, oh, actually, no, it's not the benchmark because it only covers two of them. Really? Um, my, my dad, um, is Japanese and, uh, live, growing up. I mean, he taught me how to use a, how to use chopsticks. Um, mm -hmm. and he always upheld the chopstick as kind of the superior, I mean, he's biased, but uh, the superior, you know, uh, form of cutlery because it, it does accomplish both. Um, it, it, it accomplishes spearing and separating surprisingly well, um, mm -hmm. but it also it, it also holds things. So it's like it's like a holder in a way that other cutlery doesn't hold things like it, it just pinches things. And that's not that that seems like um, something that may be missing from the three S's. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. let's let's not be uh, limited to to the the cutlery as we know it in North America. I, right. I also am yeah. a huge fan of chopsticks, and I think we can we can certainly um, look at look at how other cultures mm -hmm. eat uh, mm -hmm. to to inform our solution. Yeah, absolutely. So so with that in, with that in mind, um, yeah, covering all the bases. So the things you know, like um, scooping is is a very it's an interesting one because the things that make scooping possible, um, as we see with the spork, um, it, it almost necessarily, uh, is counter to the spearing 
and hmm. uh, the other aspects, the spearing and separating aspects, um, especially the, the, the spearing, because uh, to scoop, you need something unbroken, something like that is that, you know, has has a bowl, mm-hmm. uh, but the bowl, you know, it, it's not going to that kind of shape is not going to spear anything. So um, so the, the spork tries to solve it by kind of making one edge of the bowl have like little baby tines but it's it's really not effective um and if you made those tines longer to make them more effective it would be more cumbersome as a as a spoon so i i i I feel the pain of of the the people who are trying to accomplish this so um yeah we'll we'll have to we'll have to think about this and i think people have uh sort of approached this problem from a very straightforward uh direction as as per the spork as you suggest you're basically just taking what is a spoon and putting uh very small tines and that like i i don't think we need to be beholden to that no. No. uh that level of of uh non-creativity <laughs> um yeah what what i've seen elsewhere that i think maybe we um could could use to inform our own solution is the idea of of not necessarily trying to combine all of those functions into one sort of um, surface surface exactly uh, so much as thinking a bit more multi-dimensionally whoa like like a four-dimensional you rotate it in four space and then a new utensil appears in your in in three space I mean, I don't know if we have the the uh, physics or, or material science to support that. You know, I'd, I'd love to do that. And I think, you know, one day we'll get there. Um, we'll get there, yeah. In, yeah. in the future, I expect everyone to use four-dimensional cutlery. Uh, no question. Like, that. that is obviously yeah. the ultimate. Yeah. Um, back, back here in the <laughs> lame 21st century. Right. Um, you know, I think we're we're probably limited to three dimensions, three dimensions. But, okay. but that still offers us a, a lot of a lot of uh, degrees of freedom, if you will. For sure, um, yeah. So, so I mean, uh, I'm wondering, you know, okay, what do what do all of these things have in ha- uh, in common? Um, mm-hmm. It has to have some way that you, as the person using it, can hold it. Mm-hmm. So it, it should have a handle of some kind. Yep. Um, do we start there or do we start from the business end and maybe like extrapolate the handle from that? I mean, I think the the nice thing about a handle is that we already have a lot of examples of ways of holding things uh, that we can pull from. So I think I think starting with the business end is is the important part. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so so we've got all of these different um, these different tasks that this needs to accomplish the okay so they're defined by by different different qualities so the spearing is defined by pointiness um the scooping is defined by bowliness um and then and the yeah and the the separating is is uh, i guess knifiness or like i guess i'm trying not to use the the names of existing cutlery so like um edginess yeah sharpness yeah yeah but like pointiness is also sharpness so it's like edginess versus pokiness um yeah so i mean i think this is actually maybe where we can be informed by uh chopsticks in that spearing doesn't necessarily have to involve literally like impaling the food so much as just 
conveying it to your mouth true, uh, true. In, in a non-scooping way yeah yeah for sure for sure um so yeah like uh the speariness like the value in spearing something is not necessarily in poking a hole through it but it's in holding it yeah so that it can go so like uh it's like the scooping is like a gravity-based hold and it is dependent on the orientation of the bowl of the scoop um because Mm -hmm. if the scoop is upside down the things fall out the benefit of having the spear or the pinching is that you can hold it in any orientation and it'll stay on the utensil so uh those two are very they they serve similar purposes they're conveyance from plate to mouth but they they have different benefits like what is the benefit of of a scoop it's like for liquids basically that's like the only thing like liquids and maybe maybe like small things like rice like small cumulative things and that allows it to you know like for you to take many small things whether it's grains of rice or molecules of water uh and put it into your mouth but yeah i guess it's it's two different kinds of holding things Hmm. Maybe maybe we're overlooking an obvious solution, uh, which is that potentially uh, spearing and scooping could use a very similar mechanism that that is not reliant on gravity. Hmm. Um, and I'm thinking basically of of one of those like uh, carnival lift games where it's got that claw. Yes. That that drops down into the, the sort of tray full of prizes. Yeah, yeah. Now, what if um, that was sort of formed, not, not just like an open claw, but it, it formed almost like a, a bulb. So if it closed completely, it could hold the kind of things that we want to do for scooping. Oh, okay, but if, yeah. But if it wasn't completely closed, each of the sort of ends of, of the petals of this mechanism yeah. uh, could could be slightly pointy or slightly sharp yes, to, yes. to grip something as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, you, yeah, that's, that you're planting a vision in, in my head. That is, that makes a lot of sense. Um, with the... Oh yeah, and it could even be, um, like I, yeah, it, it's it's like an entire bulb, an entire like enclosed bulb, so that when it's closed and and you know liquid tight, uh, it doesn't matter what orientation you have it in, you would just like, uh, it, you know, it, stuff would still stay in it. That that yeah. could be definitely a thing. And then and then you know if I, if I've uh, bulbed up some some soup or some stew or what have you, I can yeah. just uh, open it in my mouth and, and it doesn't matter the, about the orientation. It, right. it will uh, It'll just, just yeah. sort of release the food. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I like that idea a lot. So, I mean, that what, what that leaves is uh, how we sort of separate things. And mm-hmm. what I'm thinking is it's almost the opposite of of what we're trying to do on the on the bulb end right. of of this device um, is rather than than bringing things together, we're we're pushing them apart. Yes, yeah. So so you start with it closed and then just kind of open it to separate. Things? Yeah, I mean, almost. And I think we we have uh, an example of that uh, already in in the function of scissors. Oh yeah. Uh, except in this case, it would be the you'd scissor like outwards rather than inwards. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, that's actually how you separate with chopsticks. 
So there you go. Like yeah. we're, 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 we're pulling we're, for prior art. Exactly. Exactly. Um, obviously making it better. Obviously. Yeah. So I, I think what, what remains to be determined and where, where, uh, obviously we're going to be critical in this process is, uh, how those two mechanisms are working together. Yes. Um, so yeah, maybe, um, the, cause the, the ends, the tips of the, of the blades of the bulb or the petals, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's very floral in, in shape the way I'm imagining it. Um, mm -hmm. the, the tips of them and maybe the edges along one of the seams, uh, is a little bit like, um, uh, protruding in like, kind of like a, a blady type of way. Mm. And so you can just kind of set it down in your food and then open it up. Uh, and then that'll do, do some separating perhaps. Yeah. I want, I wonder if we're trying to be too, uh, reductive here in that, you know, in, in sort of North American usage, you, you hold the, uh, fork in one hand and knife in the other. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, maybe, in this case, we, we hold the reverse scissors in one hand and the bulb in the other hand. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to uh, just just reuse a pattern that already exists without thinking it through. <laughs> right. That's that's obviously one solution. And yes. I think the other solution is, is, as with chopsticks, have a one-handed solution, but make it easier to um, sort of flip back and forth between those two modes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like, I mean, there's, there's something about, uh, having two separate things, uh, that feels like a cop out, at least at this stage mm -hmm. of, uh, of ideation. Um, but yeah, like, I, I think, I think trying to, to, um, shoehorn in too many functions, uh, gets you into spork territory, like pretty fast. So we should be careful. We should be mindful of it. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. So let's let's just put a pin in that for the time being. And I think um, obviously one of the other sort of uh, aspects of this product that I wanted to cover off uh, was the idea of of material. Obviously, um, there's a there's a very broad range of, of materials in mm -hmm. use for for cutlery as we know it, whether it's metal or wood or plastic or or whatever. And again, I think you know our our solution can be in, informed by all of those uh use cases mm -hmm. you know maybe the the handle uh of this thing by you know sort of the 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 grip by which you action the pedals yes is probably something a little more permanent um mm -hmm. and but maybe the bulb part itself is is almost something that you can just sort of uh detach from the end and, and throw away when you're done whoa whoa modular Mm -hmm. getting yeah that's that's so what what is the benefit of that i mean i think there's there's a few one is if you've been eating something extremely uh messy right uh the bulb is probably going to be pretty soiled and especially right. if it's made of something biodegradable yeah yeah um you know you can just sort of i i assume there would be some kind of eject button that just sort of pops it off right um, right 
And I think that's a that's a nice way to cap off your meal too. If you're just sort of cleaning up, and, sure. and part of it is is sort of the ceremony of of pressing the bulb eject button. Yes, and and off it goes, and you know it's it's not like filling up a <laughs> landfill. You could you could actually put it uh, you know in your garden to to help feed your plants and so on. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. That would be yeah, that would be very it's very responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, the I I have this vision of. Um, the 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 um mode that we're talking about here is very similar to that of shavers of like razors mm-hmm. safety razors um so when they wear out you get a new thing uh like jumping onto marketing for a brief second we could uh, easily market a a like holdy thing with you know three three petals or three you know blades uh, and then just like charge a lot more for four and five blades, um, that, that accomplishes roughly the same. Uh, yeah. Effect. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't want to, uh, put, put the cart before the horse, but aside from the mm-hmm. environmental aspect, there's certainly a monetization aspect yes. to the idea of selling, uh, you know, bulb packs, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think uh, we we've definitely touched on this in in some of our other projects, but there's definitely a a sort of uh, themable aspect to this yeah. that I like very much. Yeah, very customizable. If they look flower like, we could just like make them look like different kinds of flowers. I mean, I think just as, as sort of the generic pack, there's there's something very much to that. Yeah. And then, you know, around a, a specific holiday or, or social occasion, there could be like birthday bulbs or, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, I, I, I do think there's a lot of possibility there to to uh, differentiate this product in a really nice way. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, so what were we talking about uh, before this? The, the um, yeah, the, the disposable like end nature of it? we've we've probably covered that off i think the other mm-hmm. the other problem that we that we hadn't entirely explored was the idea of um switching back and forth between oh. between whether whether the separating aspect is part of the bulb or whether it's yes. a different function of of uh either a different utensil or, or a different way of using the same utensil mm-hmm. um maybe the the um the 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 handle is is part of it like maybe maybe the handle is just like a like a a retractable kind of like a switchblade knife mm-hmm. um that just, just like that's that's the um the kind of i give up solution <laughs> it's just like okay we can't figure it out uh let's just put a knife in the thing and call it a day so it's it's that's a low bar it's like you know the the low hanging fruit but I mean, this is this is the whole process here is, is yes. this kind of brainstorming. Yes. And, and you just saying that has, in fact, suggested a solution. Hey, um, which is, I think, uh, you know, obviously the, the commercialization of, of this product is important. And I think there's another uh, monetizable aspect to it. If you think of the handle as as following sort of the same uh, rough functionality as a box cutter. So as right. you need 
uh, sort of a cutting surface, you can slide one out of the handle. Yeah. And then uh, at a certain point, you know, after you've you've cut a bunch of food or or whatever, it becomes dull, and you can just snap it off, and there's a uh, there's a fresh cutting surface right behind it. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I think you know again, maybe you're buying a a uh, a bulb pack and a a new like cutting surface for your handle at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's I mean the the marketing possibilities uh, abound for that. Um, yeah, I think I think that that makes a lot of sense, and that has the added benefit of you know always always being fresh, always having something fresh to use. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know it's nice to have something fresh while you're eating. Yeah, I think there's there's a really nice um, sort of uh, cleanliness aspect to this. Yeah. You always know you're you're gonna get a, a fresh uh, set of of eating surfaces to use with your meal, which exactly. which certainly I appreciate. Yeah, definitely. So the I guess the 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 the, the other piece of this, both in terms of of uh, extending the cutting surface from the handle and also uh articulating the bulb is uh how we do that how you hold this thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um we could um so so the handle is like a pretty pretty safe option um i wonder if uh we could do something that would let you keep your hands free um, I, I kind of, uh, pride myself on n- not, not touching food with my hands if I don't have to. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit neurotic of me, but, um, it's, uh, it's a thing. And I appreciate always having, you know, uh, at least one clean hand so that I can high five people, uh, at will, mm-hmm. whereas another person might not be able to. Um, so I'm wondering if there's a solution that allows us to, to keep both hands free at all times. Um, so I was thinking maybe like something head mounted because it's just Mm -hmm. going from it, it's going to end up near your, near your face or at your face. Um, so, so maybe something like that, like a, like on an, on an arm, perhaps, you know, if, if the, the technology is sufficiently advanced, we could have it an articulated robotic arm that is powered by brain waves like the the thing that the cap that you wear to attach it to your head is also like has um the sensors uh-huh. uh, the electro electrodes that uh will scan your brain waves and and we've made progress in in uh, being able to control prosthetics with uh with your mind and so i think it's a simple jump to um cut spear and scoop my food and bring it to my mouth yeah, I think if we think about this sort of like a um, uh, almost like like Snapchat spectacles, except it's sort yeah. of a a, a, a head uh, rig that maybe sort of hooks behind your ears in in the same way that glasses do, and Ooh. then it has those little those little uh, yeah brain reading sensors, mm-hmm. and maybe just over the bridge of your nose is is where the it has sort of. Um, uh, that uh, sort of a, a yeah to your point like an articulated arm that that can reach down and either uh, cut or scoop uh, based on on what you're trying to do to the food yeah exactly I mean that's that's like that's a whole new experience it is it is um, yeah it, it would be really really fancy I I, w- I could imagine uh, bringing that out on a on a date and really impressing um, the other person 
Yeah, I mean, there's there's a performative aspect to yes. it that it, I don't think we can underestimate. But but I think there's a really convenient aspect to this as well. Like if I'm trying to, uh, you know, read read a book or read a newspaper uh, while yeah, eating, that's exactly. that's really difficult. Whereas if I had a, a you know a brain reading arm with a, a utensils on the end, then like my life is I'm I'm, I'm set. Exactly. Yeah. You. Yeah. It's it's like having another person feeding you. Yes, it's exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. And who doesn't like that experience? It's very luxurious. Almost hedonistic. Yeah, which I think we could all use a bit more of. Of course, absolutely. So as with all of our products, we've we've done an extremely good job in, in terms of thinking about the functionality of this and, and uh, forming it into an ideal user experience. Uh, I'm, I, I always want to be the voice of reason here and think about uh, safety. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I wonder if there needs to be some sort of quick release mechanism, um, whether, you know, the batteries are running low on this thing or, or mm-hmm. there's a, it gets caught on something or, or something. You know, I, I wonder what that what that might be. And I think the, the mechanism itself is very clear. You could just have a very small... Um, explosive charge that would just sort of blow it away from your head yeah 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 absolutely yeah like a breakaway kind of like um like a a rocket exactly like a multi-stage rocket yeah yeah i mean you want it to get far away it does have like a sharp cutting surface exactly obviously. you want it to, as far away as possible but what is the what is the activation uh mechanism for that mm. Yeah. So, okay. So under what circumstances uh do would this happen so you would be like using it and um uh i guess i guess like the the brain the brain scanning things uh go a little bit haywire so you don't uh so it doesn't it doesn't really follow what you're want it to do so um you would i i think there would be some kind of manual a manual thing like a button or something uh like a uh, yeah um, so that you can, because you are, you're the one who is noticing that there's something wrong because by definition, the device won't, is malfunctioning. So it doesn't really know what's going on. True. So I think you, you have to kind of take, take control of the situation. Yeah. And I mean, obviously you don't want to grab the device itself. That could be very dangerous. I'm wondering if there's sort of like a, a uh, an accessory that, that goes with, um, Cutlery 2.0 that, you know, you could just set on the table and it's sort mm-hmm. of like a, a one of those nuclear launch buttons right, that, right, that yeah. you can just slap it if you if you sense danger and this right, thing right. like immediately explodes off your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um yeah, for sure. Um I'm I'm thinking like maybe maybe the accessory is not only a button, maybe it is more automatic, but we have uh we have it be like a like a camera that watches what's going on. Uh, and so it's, it's just kind of a spotter basically it's, it's spotting your eating uh, process. And like, if it, if it senses that, that, you know, something is, is amiss or it, maybe it reads your expression. And if it sees a look of fear on your face, uh, it'll hit, it'll hit the button for you. Kind of like, like, uh, like an airbag system. Whereas instead of it's, instead of detecting a sharp change in acceleration, uh, it would just be like a sharp change in in your visible well being. Uh-huh. I like that very much because some I think it, it, there could be a case uh, in which someone doesn't realize immediately, yeah, uh, that that something has perhaps gone amiss. 
Yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. And I think it, it would go a very long way in terms of uh, consumer confidence. Absolutely. And and I think I think that is uh, an idea that that's that's very universal. I'm sure it can be applied to a lot of the things that, that we've already talked about and will talk about in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's obviously immediately useful in this context, but I, yeah. I do I do agree. I think there's there's something to a uh, a a personal danger sensor yeah uh, that I like very much. Yeah, yeah. So um, as as with always, I think uh, you know the the product just speaks for itself. Uh, mm-hmm. But now I'm I'm thinking about you know if you if you see this on on a shelf, what's what's the uh, impetus to pick it up? Obviously. You know, Snapchat has has done a good job of, of marketing uh, spectacles yeah. in, in sort of a fun, uh, discoverable way. You know, you you like, oh, there's one of these cool vending machines. I'll just <laughs> I'm gonna get these. I think uh, obviously this is a, a bit more of a lifestyle and. Uh, mm-hmm. um, well, I I think the first thing like one of the ways that that we could bring it to market um, is by. Um, shipping them off or convincing a, I mean, it would be easy to convince because the product is awesome, but um, convincing a a high end or very trendy restaurant to replace their entire cutlery with this. Mm-hmm. And then, and then everyone who's going there, that's how it starts. That's how they tell their friends um, that it's, it, it becomes a whole new level of experiential dining. And it, like we could that. spin it that way, and then from there, it just uh, embeds itself into the collective social uh, cultural psyche. Mm-hmm. The the influencer model. Yeah, exactly. And then and then we start selling it at, at like Walmart. Yeah. No, I, I I think that makes a lot of sense. And I you know to be fair, I think those those people uh, at who are who are visiting those very high end restaurants. Are no doubt looking for for a new kind of eating experience. So really, yeah. it's it's sort of a win win for us. Absolutely, yeah. Trendsetters, they're they're out there. In in influencers, think fluencers, brand fluencers. These are all good. Yes, yes. We got to target those. Yep. So uh, great job, mm-hmm. as always. Very well done. Likewise. I, I think uh, we'll leave it there. There's really nothing left to be said. No. So that uh, cutlery 2.0, I, I can't I can't wait. I mean, eating, it's going to be changed forever. Absolutely. That's that's what we do. That's what we do. So if there are things in your life that need to be redesigned, we want to hear about it. You can find us online at theredesign.design or on Twitter at theredesigncast. If you know people who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it with them or leave a comment and or rating on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time.